0: Welcome back, all you hookers and slices out there, to another episode of the Downswing Golf Podcast, presented by 4Champ. I am one of your hosts. Stay and play, Clay, and with me, as always, is Nick the Stick. Nick, how you feeling? Warm. Warm, yeah. It's a little warm.
1: I finally stopped sweating momentarily, but I don't don't want to jinx it. We've had some uh, pretty incredible heat up here the last week, and it's uh, yeah, 90 degrees and full humidity so i know the people in texas are really crying for us but um <laughs> that's just something they're used to but for us well and it's our first it's our first warm snap of the year so it's always takes a little getting used to but you just deal with it and i don't know about you but i carry a towel pretty close by a little uh
0: a little <laughs> forehead towel eh, i don't quite go that far but uh, uh, you're, well you're tougher than me I got I mean I got fans going everywhere,
1: yeah, Hell, oh see I'm actually outside i I go
0: outside for short periods of time yeah i I barely go outside my <laughs> <laughs> my outside is the windows have been open i've I've braved uh, that at least, okay, oh, cool. yeah okay.
1: she doesn't like the humidity, so we've had the doors the Everything's shut down. So, I don't know. Well,
0: I mean, if it gets into... If it's getting into, like, the 80s, then I'll close those. Close the windows, but...
1: So, by, like, 7.20 a.m.?
0: Yeah. Shut them up.
1: Well, you know who was outside this weekend? Patrick Cantley.
0: He sure was. Over in Ohio. Oh, man. That was nice.
1: That was good. I mean, I knew it was going to be a tough one with Morikawa and him and I mean before we get into the winners uh let's talk about I guess somehow you pulled out a miracle and you did not lose any this week for those keeping track
0: yeah let's uh let's talk about these picks that I made this past I mean briefly let's just get through it and get it over we we can spend a little bit of time on it I don't have Uh, to you know
1: you don't have, I, I don't mean, have anywhere to be. Not like you had the winner, but I mean, you yeah. did good enough. You did good enough.
0: Good, good enough. I got. Way to be good enough, Clay. Yeah, I beat you in two of our three picks, <laughs> and then the third we we drew. And yeah. My boy Ricky Fowler coming through uh, yeah. at the Memorial, looking looking alive. But uh, unfortunately, he's not going to be in the U.S. Open. He's not making it. Didn't qualify. Yeah, it's unfortunate. He's well, he's he's had a good last couple of weeks. It seems like he's turning a corner here with his game, but just a little too late. Uh, yeah. To make well, it. and
1: wasn't he one putt away at like the Masters or?
0: No, he was it. Well, in his qualifying, you know, he was going through the qualifying process for the U.S. Open, and he missed it by one shot. Uh, the guy who got that spot had an eagle hole out on the last hole. To beat him, so that's
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's about as brutal as a beat as you can take. I mean, that's
0: that's I mean, kinda... it is. But at the same time, like Ricky Fowler is the type of guy who shouldn't need to go through, you know, local or oh, you know, qualifying yeah. right. Like in a, you know, if his game was actually, you know, somewhat, you know, in a solid state for the last year, he wouldn't even be dealing with this situation. But because he's had a bad year. You know, he's in this situation, and then, you know, things like that happen. And it's kind of like, yeah, oh, well. Yeah, what's, what's his world rank? And not good enough. Not good, not good, not good <laughs> enough.
1: No, I mean, I thought he was, like, I mean, because he, he played well. What tournament? Was it the Masters, am I thinking of? Or no, the, PGA. The PGA? Yeah, and he played that, well in PGA. But if he got, like, something... I thought he was going to be exempt for next year's Masters or something or Oh um, maybe. Yeah, maybe if he was like a top ten. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, he's just not having a a great year. Well he's not having a great couple of years, but
0: Well but I think he's I think he's finally kinda of starting to turn the corner. I think I mean some similar to Jordan Agreed. Spieth, right? You know, he Speed. You know, won a won an event recently. He's he's back. Golf is uh, golf is like that. I mean, you can't count someone out. These guys are so young; they're going to have peaks and valleys. Yeah, that's that's the biggest thing. Like Jordan Spieth, you know, was talking like, you know, he's he won so many majors, or he won a couple majors, and like at 21 years old, like he's he's what like 27, 28 now or something like that, and yeah. like. Will he ever win again? (laughs) I mean, he's talking about, he's like, I don't even, I don't think my career really starts until I hit 30. So, like.
1: Everything else was just bonus.
0: Right. Like, you know, he thinks he'll, like, hit his prime, like, in 30. I mean, look at Phil Mickelson. He just, you know. (laughs)
1: Look at Phil. Jordan's the
0: next Phil. Won a major at 50 years old. (sighs) 50's the new 30. You would like to tell yourself that, wouldn't you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I have to believe that now because I'm closer to fifty than I am to thirty,
0: so I'll tell you what, some days my thirty one year old self feels closer to fifty, that's for sure. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well
0: you don't look a you don't look a day
1: over thirty five.
0: Oh thanks. Appreciate it. But Patrick Cantley. Getting the getting the victory. Yeah. Coming
1: uh, in. I like him in more Morikawa. I thought I my really, bet my money would have been on Morikawa. Um yeah, going into me Sunday. Too. Me too. Going into Sunday when everything went crazy and Yeah. So I mean might as well address the elephant in the room. Uh what uh what'd you just what'd your were your thoughts on Rom's situation?
0: So John Rahm, who was leading by, what like, six. Six. six because strokes. the most, the biggest 54-hole lead
1: prior to that this year was uh, five strokes. So he had the largest 54-hole lead of any PGA event this year.
0: Six-stroke lead, heading into Sunday. Yeah. Um, the reigning champ. Looking to go back-to-back at the Memorial. Yep. And he gets uh, notified that he has tested positive for COVID-19. And due to the PGA Tour protocols that have been in place for a year now, he had to withdraw. So all of a sudden, you have guys who are... Six shots back heading into Sunday now find themselves share of the lead. It's a little bit of a different scenario for sure. Interesting yeah. scenario. Absolutely. I think, personally, I think I think the situation I think it's fine. Honestly. Like, in the sense that there's a protocol in place. Like it doesn't matter where you it's are. To, yeah. Same for anyone. It, like I would probably would have been like, I I don't know if I would have been maybe disgruntled, but I would have probably thought, you know what? There's kind of something wrong a little bit. If they would have made an exception. Right. Oh yeah.
1: Because he's the leader. I mean, the the rules apply unless you're in the lead or something.
0: Yeah, like that's that's silly. And I know people are like, you know, send him out by himself or whatever. He's in the lead. Like part of leading final round is being in a final parody. Dealing with
1: the pressure. Yeah. Of other guys playing or the other top the other best scorers playing against you, like seeing you know, there's an intimidation. There's you know, there's a there's there's kinda some gamesmanship going on. Exactly. Exactly. No, and I just I overall think he got what he deserved. I, I don't feel bad for him one single bit because he he went he was unvaccinated, he didn't want to get vaccinated, and that's the price you pay. I mean, I, either way, I either way the rules the rule. But I mean, and I, I don't know. That's just my personal feelings. I'm not looking to start a political argument. No, but we, we believe in science here. And, <laughs> sure do. Uh, and, you know, with a 95% effective rate, you know, half the PJ tour is uh, vaccinated and half isn't. So I, I
0: don't think know. that's generous.
1: Yeah. He's, he's, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't feel bad for him. You know, he, he rolled the dice and he lost. He so. did,
0: he did get one. He did get his first shot, I think, after he was initially like early in the week, like Tuesday or something. Um, I, didn't
1: that, but, but I, like, it, uh, because
0: he was he was notified that he was in close contact, contact. It, right? Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm pretty sure he, from what I heard, he got his first shot like after that. But like, it's been how many months since you've been yeah, really exactly able been, to get it for this? anything? He could have gotten it like months ago. These guys are, you know, millionaires essentially, or you know, they're
1: they're multi,
0: right? Where like. You know, it's it's not hard for them to to go and get you know a shot, right? It's not like they're struggling. like oh, I got to find transportation. I got I I can't you know I got to find the bus schedule. Like I got to no. take off work yeah. or something like you yeah. know what?
1: They could have gotten in January. They would have been the first in line ahead of people with the immune system. You know, when you're rich, <laughs> everything it doesn't matter you know money pays. money takes care of the world so I, I, yeah he could have gotten it months ago it's just his choice he didn't want to get vaccinated and this is the cost he has to pay so i don't yeah
0: suck. and i don't think this is uh that rare of a situation on the in the pga tour i feel like there's a lot of these guys who are i mean you you listen to these guys uh, you know a lot of the guys who are talking about you know you know, they get asked the question from the media, you know, about the John Rahm situation. Are you vaccinated? And they're like, I won't, I won't say that, you know, am or I'm not like, so that's a no. So that's a no. Right. Exactly. Like, um, I mean, I feel like, especially in golf, I, I do feel like there's probably a little bit more of a, there's definitely a little bit more of a, a right leaning to them. Um, to their views and, and considering this entire pandemic has been politicized from the beginning. I'm yeah. not surprised that they're on the, on the side of the fence. They're like, I'm not going to get this shot. Yeah. Um, Can't tell I, me what to do with my freedom. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you don't want to get 5g, if, dude, I'm telling you 5g is pretty cool. Um, but
1: <laughs> I mean, no i mean and i don't know it goes down different rabbit holes because i don't i we we generally don't get even the flu
0: shots so i mean yeah no i i i get it like i i understand there's it's not a black and white situation i get that like there's some gray involved um but at the same time it is not the same as a as a flu, yeah. No, this was a
1: <laughs> from day one last March. This was a global pandemic, yeah. and everybody, you know, everybody's trying to do everything they can to can slow the spread. And you know, the mortality rate was just I, I And then the, the science comes through, we get a vaccination in record time, and it's just incredible to me that when people don't want to get it,
0: yeah, the everything we've done for this past year leading up to this moment, and you're like, nope, I'm not gonna get it. Like, are you kidding me? But yeah. I, but besides that, I think, I think, um. The biggest thing that might actually see change in terms of the PGA players' circle, in terms of their view on this, like, John Rahm's an example now. He's he's losing out on $1.6 million, you know, winnings here. But it's not just him. Like, he's fine, personally, missing out on that money. Yeah, $1.6 million is a good chunk of change, even for him. Like, you know. He cared about the, the, the win. Well, that too, but think about his... Caddy. Think about his support group. Think about anyone who's like getting a cut of those earnings. Yeah. Like all of a sudden, the, like the Caddy's not, you know, multimillionaire. Yeah. I mean, thing. he's he's living fine because John Rahm's done really well. Top 10 but like, like you know, the 10% you know cut or whatever that he would be getting from 1.6 million dollars is um Quite nice for a weekend's worth of work, right? And to have that thrown away, like, I mean, the caddy, the caddy looked pissed when he was coming off the 18th hole on Saturday, like when they told John Rahm. Do
1: like, you think he's pissed at Rahm? He's pissed at the situation. He's
0: pissed at the rule, or he's pissed at the like. The I, I mean, I, I don't know in that moment what he. I mean, he's probably just pissed what? that like we're we're done the situation. Yeah, the situation, right? But like, you think about other caddies on the PGA tour like if they ever get in a situation cuz golf is one of those sports where like you know we plenty of times this year already we've seen guys you know who we would have never picked to win a tournament win a tournament and if you know some some journeyman PGA tour player gets their shot you know is having just a great week everything's going you know his way and all of a sudden he gets he has to withdraw because he he tests positive for covid all of a sudden the caddy who's you know a journeyman yeah. caddy right like I, not not even getting close to that same level of pay and and i, I won't say struggling but like you know it, it's not it means more to them yeah like the money more. the money means a I, little, they're little bit more you're gonna,
1: gonna, gonna feel that a little bit more
0: right so you yeah, gotta think you gotta think those caddies are gonna be probably pushing their their players hey like you need to get vaccinated here because like like well there's always
1: so much you can do that's, you, that's you right.
0: like you can't tell your boss what to do like true but they could be a you know they could be a persuasive you know yeah uh, voice in their head um, yeah at the same time you know um, how long is the PGA Tour going to have this policy in place i mean we are kind of getting towards you know the end of this pandemic right things are opening up and you know mass mandates are going Possibly. away and t- like i'm saying like like it seems like we're getting to a place where you know people have, a lot of people have already been vaccinated you know almost i think almost like almost 200 million now or something like that it's like or it's near like half of basically the population of the united states um
1: yeah, I mean, just whatever you think about the new strains and what it's going to look like next winter. I mean, as far as uh, yeah, it'll, I don't think it'll be near what we saw last year, and they'll get a better handle on it, even with this.
0: But I don't. I don't like, think. I don't think they'll ever. I don't think we're going to be like shutting down again. I, I feel like we've got not because of this virus. Well, even from new strains, I think. I think just from like because I think a lot of these new strains are still like being affected by our vaccine you know, vaccines that we have. Yeah. So, yeah, like we we'll, may need like booster vaccines or whatever, which has been talked about, you know, since the beginning or whatever. But um, like, I feel that now we have that the vaccines out and stuff like that. I feel like, you know, we're, we're probably going to be a little bit more closer to normal than we were you know, this past year yeah. in terms of like, because this past year is like, we don't have anything really to combat this thing. So like, what do we do? We got to try these things. Like, you know, we got to try, you know, social distancing. We got to try masks. Like we're, we we got to find some way to buy us time until we get, you know, a medical you know solution here. And so yeah. now that we have this kind of like medical solution, like I feel like. It's you're seeing these policies and mandates kind of starting to go away now, you know, that we're hitting the summer here. And and I feel like, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if the PGA Tours policy, you know, goes away at some point this summer. I wouldn't be surprised. So if that's the case and, you know, we don't have inside knowledge to the PGA Tour. But if there's, like, you know, rumors of, you know, maybe when that end date is coming or if it's coming, you know, maybe it's like instead of, you know, the caddies convincing the players that they need to get this shot, maybe they're just going to say, hey, we, we're we going to wait it out, I guess. But I still think, it, like, just get the shot, dude. <laughs> Don't even put yourself in this situation.
1: But, yeah, I mean, if you're—I mean, if it's a religious belief or a political belief or just you just think you're above science—I don't know. I wonder what I wonder what his reasoning was. I mean, I'm curious, but yeah, I guess it's just—you're so close, and then to have something like this, and now, I mean, yeah, I wonder if other players will, you know, other players will be like, yeah, just in case, you know, I get in the lead, I don't want to have—I don't want to get robbed.
0: I don't want to get rommed.
1: I don't want rom- to get, get my the tournament robbed from me.
0: Oh man, you know, yeah. You I mean, rom-ed. just ima- imagine if like Ricky Fowler would have been leading, like in John Rom's oh. and and you know, a win at the Memorial would have put him into you know the U.S. Oh. Open and you know the Masters, oh. and, and he gets you know tested positive for COVID. Like, imagine that scenario. What would you have done? You know, I would have been I would have been very sad and very upset. And I don't know. I I would I would really I really I I don't know my my feelings. (laughs) I'm glad that's not a situation I have to deal with. Uh. But. Can't compute. <laughs> oh. Computer broken. It's so horrendous. I can't even imagine. That. But like, imagine a scenario like that. If that would happen, like, I feel like John Rom's situation isn't really that bad. You know, like, yeah, missing out on the win and one point six million dollars is, yeah, that sucks. But at the same time, it's John Rom. He's He's won quite a bit. He's very successful. He's going to be yeah. on tour for, you know, a long time. Like he's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, agreed. Yeah, there's you know 20, 30 people in the world that it's you don't feel quite as bad for. But everyone else on the tour, that you know, this would have a win like this would have meant something more. Yeah. You you might have, I, I might have, I don't know. I still wouldn't feel bad for anyone that didn't get vaccinated. Oh, no, no, I.
0: No, I, I I definitely wouldn't feel bad. I mean, if it was Ricky, I would not. Yeah, I wouldn't, would... feel, I wouldn't feel bad for Ricky. I would have been like, really? Really? Come on, bud. Come on. Come on. I thought you were better than this. I know. Who knows? Yeah. I, he might just... not have gotten the vaccine. I don't know,
1: but... It's not even unfortunate. It's just a bad decision, like, because the rules are the rules, and the rules are... It's a are... protocol.
0: It's the, the protocol's rule... been in place forever. For, for a reason.
1: We're in a, like you're an athlete like you're not above the fucking you know we're trying to get to herd immunity you're not you're not above anyone else like you're still a human even though you do you have a really cool job (laughs) it's pretty cool like you're you know you you uh you get your hand ripped off and you're just another human (laughs)
0: like you get your
1: hand caught in combine
0: and Or, or getting bitten off by an alligator yeah. yeah, you're just another Chubbs
1: driving range instructor right. down in Tallahassee.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't want
1: that. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I get that. I get that they're like, yeah, they have really, they've done well for themselves and got lucky and worked hard and they have really, but still, I don't know. I just, you're trying to do the what's what's for the greater good of civilization, not just. Prove a point because of which which side of the aisle you're on, yeah, let's work together, help me help you let's let's save all of us as many as we can, mm. and, you know even though you're not vulnerable you we all know someone that is,
0: <laughs> yeah, but there are some people out there I just really don't like,
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll not think about that,
0: no, no, speaking of uh bad choices how is your anchor putting going
1: well that's what i was going to ask you is (laughs) i want i wanted to get your i wanted to get your well you're the one doing it but i want to get your no just and i don't i mean it's not going to affect what i do or don't do (laughs) for the purpose of having a lively conversation what is your personal view on uh do you think um arm lock putting such as Ie Bryson, Ie Matt Kutcher, Ie now Xander Schaffley. Um, is, is like is that it doesn't it's not in the rules as an anchor but is your personal belief do you kind of lean that it's it is anchoring and they should kind of do away with it or are you fine with it or, or do you do do you think any kind of anchoring it like with they, they should have not had that rule ever in the first place like just let people putt however they want to putt. What's your view, Clay?
0: I um, I'm of the opinion that yeah, I was I was not a fan of the you know old belly putters or you know anchored chest putters um, that guys like you know Adam Scott and Bernard Langer and those guys all used. Like I'm glad those have been banned essentially from you know competitive golf you can still use them if you're playing casually I mean you can do whatever you want rules are more like guidelines in that sense (laughs) if you don't want to play uh, if you want to hit a breakfast ball hit a breakfast ball whatever who cares but um, uh, in terms of anchored putters like um, arm lock I'm I'm fine with them to an extent did you hear what Xander said about it no. What did he say? He so he putted
1: with it. He had a good weekend. He was in the contention, but I think it was recently, as of like oh, even a week ago, he's like, yeah, Armlock is cheating. It, like he's like, it's an unfair advantage and it's cheating. And but I, but because it's legal, I'm gonna do it as long as they'll let me do it. And uh, um and but I don't know why he just figured this out. Like he just went to Armlock recently. Mm-hmm. Like why didn't what I mean you could have arm locked last year and like you didn't think it was cheating then.
0: Oh, maybe um, he just. I mean, he, but he was he was playing pretty decently. Yeah. He was probably putting well. I like, mean, why why are you going to change something if it's working for you, it, right? Don't fix it if it ain't broke. But
1: right. no, it was just that's what he said. So you and you were saying you are of the opinion that.
0: I mean, if you if you think about it, right? Like even with arm lock, that's the only time you're gripping a club. You know, that's not just with your hands in the game of golf, right? Your driver, your woods, your hybrids, your irons, your wedges, they're all, you're just gripping it, you know, two hand grip and, and swinging, right? You're not yeah. arm locking your, your wedges. You're not arm locking your driver, you know, it, it, like it's a different thing for just one club. Yeah. Um, so like, why, you know, why is a putter like, why, why should it be different? Um, but at the same time, like my views of it is, yes, you know, you're anchoring it to your forearm, but I still feel like your arm is at least like, it's similar enough in the sense that, you know, you're still swinging your arms. Um, it's not like you have it anchor to a stationary part of your body like, you know, a chest or a belly. Um, so like, it's still kind of part of your, your swinging motion that it's, it's, it just becomes like an extension of your arm. Yeah. But doesn't, it doesn't really have like a third point of, yeah, you point. could arm lock your driver. Like there's you no could, it, it. it would be dumb, but you could, you'd be consistent. Ew. Consistently awful. Uh, <laughs> but But that, like, that's my view of it. Like, it's one thing to have it, like, as an extension of your arm and hand. It's another thing for the putter to basically be anchored to a third point on your body, like a stationary part. So, like, I'm fine with, I'm fine with, like, the the forearm lock anchor putting. I'm fine with that. Um, I haven't personally done it, so I don't really even know, like, the effects of it, like, how it would feel or if, like, I would feel like it would be cheating, like, um, you know, like he said, um, like Xander said. But, um, yeah, I I mean, I'm interested to hear what you have to say, though, considering you've played a lot more competitive golf than than me.
1: Yeah, I mean, first and foremost, I just think what they did a few years ago, I disagree with. I think there was a lot more pressing issues, um, and I'm not, and I'm like, you know, I mean, you're you're making it harder on some people that are just trying to play the game for fun and having one set of rules. Like, I actually am a fan. I wouldn't be opposed to having some bifurcation, um,
0: like i don't know it, it, it's a slippery slope um, if you're playing for fun you can just you don't even have to abide by rules you're just playing for fun yeah but you there, can make up your own rules
1: but there's there's just always tournaments there's like there's well, screen, yeah but there's then you're screen.
0: not really playing for fun though that's competitive correct football. and I, but my opinion
1: is that i i want i think that, that was the stupidest rule they could have done to like you know you're not going to gain any you're not going to get people playing the game because you made it harder and like took away something like if they should have, if they were going to do it they should have done it if it was that big of a deal do it do it 100 years ago but obviously it gets to a point that like like why do it in 20 you know 2018 or whenever they 2017 whenever they did it like i never made sense to me, um, you know, cause some, some guys can't even bend over like, you know, senior citizens and stuff. So yeah, like and,
0: they, they,
1: they, they can use and, it. <laughs> and, st- and statistically, well not, they can't, but they can't use it in tournaments. Like there was one set of, there's one, and the, like, there's one set of rules. And I do like that there is one set of rules. I mean, ultimately, like, I would rather have just them not, not cared about the anchoring. I mean, uh, statistically, yeah. statistically, there was no advantage. They, they just – there was a couple guys that won a couple majors and they, they flipped out. And if you're going to go around changing the rules for one-off and two-off players, like, I mean, the Brysons and, you know, these top ten players that hit it long enough, like, you're going to have to go around and change a lot of individual rules just to, like, change – like, make it harder for a couple people. Because, yeah, I mean, if you looked at the numbers – and I don't have them at the top of my head – it just – it. A couple guys won, but you know, a couple guys win when they putt left hand low, and a couple guys win, you know, with a mallet putter, and like it just. But I know that's okay. So now it's just going slippery slope the other <laughs> way. But, so,
0: so basically, basically what you're saying is, um, you just think there was there's more pressing rules. 100 like, percent. That's
1: first and foremost. But the fact is, like,
0: like, regardless of whether you know it's quote unquote cheating. Like it's not near the top of the the list, really.
1: Yeah, you're not growing the game because you're removing yeah. green putting, and and you're not making the game people play faster, for cheaper and less time by like and and making it easier for general population or or the pros. Like you're not gaining anything. Like I don't know because even the purists, like if you're so pure, then why didn't why didn't the hickories? <laughs> yeah. Why did the people a hundred years ago? I mean, technology changes, but, what but, also, but now we are where we're at. And like, I just, to me, that is the biggest question is if you, if you're getting rid of anchoring, why allow anchoring on your arm instead of your, uh, on your chest? And I don't know. I just, I say let people putt, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, at first, like, you got to find the right position for you, and I, I haven't used it, and, like, right now it's feeling pretty good. I've been practicing a little more and more. Um, we'll see when it comes to I'll, – I'll keep you posted on some tournaments, but right now it's feeling uh, you know, because that's the thing that's going to matter is when – do do you put better under pressure because there's you're – rem, you're removing um, – what is it, like, they called it, like, points of freedom. Like, so because yeah, but, you're isolating – you know your wrists and Xander and Xander has it where he's you know it's different than Bryson's. Xander, you know, he's uh he's gripping the shaft like well, I have it, well, I have it right here. Um, uh, the one I'm using, so you're so,
0: for you, the people you, who uh cannot see this video because we are audio only here. <laughs> Nick's got his uh his superstroke grip going up his forearm and then he's gripping. Uh, with his offhand, basically right near the top of that that grip there. Yeah, you just um, can't
1: anchor above your elbow.
0: Right. So, so yeah, this is this is what Xander's doing, and I've
1: been trying it, and it feels pretty fucking good.
0: <laughs> so you're just swinging that left arm. Yeah. Um, how's so, it how's it feel on on uh, leg putting?
1: A little tricky, but I've only been doing it like a sure. week
0: so right. I mean, so similar to I mean similar to my experience with I, like changing to the claw and just changing your grip in general you're, you're going to go through some growing pains
1: of course but even after you know 20 years of the whatever I mean people people three putt I mean it's just part of oh, the yeah, I've, okay, there's no sure. grip that's going to avoid
0: three putting are you, are you sure because I really want to find that <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> Speaking of, I mean, speaking of putting, though, like I, I've been putting and, and um, I've been doing some filming lately. Um, well, not lately. I mean, I've I've filmed quite a bit, um, but yeah, noticed like drone. Yeah, I. You know what? I think we're gonna push off that story. We we're kind of running towards the end of time here. Yeah. Um, but I do wanna I do wanna say, um, noticing like watching the footage back of like me putting, like I'm super, I am super like hunched over when I putt. Like, I feel like I need a longer putter and, and one that has, like, more of an upright lie to it. Because yeah, I just counter, don't feel like I have counter, a good...
1: Counter, counterbalance. That's a, this is a 38-inch.
0: Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure I have, like, a 34. Um, And I need something, probably at least a 36, at least. Like, because yeah. cause I feel like I, my posture is just absolutely terrible while putting.
1: Yeah, you want to be comfy. Thirty-five is standard,
0: right? But I think I think I need to go up to like thirty-six. But not only that, but the lie of the the putter, you know, face to the the shaft needs to be more upright too.
1: Yeah, you have a flat.
0: Yeah, more of a kind of a kind don't know, yeah, flattering. Well,
1: I don't know those ping. Well, you should try. Yeah, the ping sigmas you can. Right you can put the grip the tool in the butt end of the grip and you can change it from 36 down to 33
0: yeah i yeah i, I saw those or i even tried one at the store um a couple months back and i did, did try i did like them and and they're at like the price point that i would be willing to like pay for a putter but i just didn't i wasn't quite you know willing to commit at the time but it's definitely yeah. one of those yeah you definitely want to try it yeah definitely like, one of those that i would like to try. try to store first at
1: like at 36 inches and then yeah i don't know i mean you're asking the wrong person when it comes to talking <laughs> talking you out of buying a putter
0: <laughs> right mr so, mr i have 35 putters 33 let's not oh, okay. get let's All not right. talk easy. sorry sorry um um yeah one of the one of these days we'll uh we'll get a new putter here
1: you try it you might like it, you might not, you know, you can still sell it for, like, 80% of its value, especially, or 90% if you keep it in good shape.
0: Can you put, can you put, like, a Super Stroke on one of those Pings? Like, those adjustable?
1: It comes with a Super
0: Stroke. Um, yeah, but, well, like, if you wanted, like, a different size Super Stroke, right? I, I mean, don't know. You might be able to customize it, like, on, well, I don't know if Ping sells directly. You might have to go through a distributor. Okay. Um,
1: yeah, it's, I don't know. I, I've not tried to remove that grip yet
0: because I think that's the only thing that was really kind of my question mark with that putter. Because I did try it in the store and I did like it, um, and I like the adjustable grip part of it too. But I've, I did feel like I wanted to put a, like a different or try a different like size super stroke on it. Um, gotcha. But that'd be interesting to know. I think if if, if that was because, I mean, at some point, the grip's going to probably wear out, right?
1: That's why I'm like, how could you not be able to? Like, And all you, every, every putter has a hole in the butt end of the grip.
0: Yeah, I just, I don't know, you know, is it just normal kind of regripping that you can do with the, the adjustable? Or is it, like, more intense, you have to send it yeah. in to ping or yeah. something? But, regardless... I think it's time for us to uh move on yeah no this guy's guy doing, guy doing it on youtube so oh, okay so yeah okay you can do it cool i'll look into it i think that that might be my next putter because i i did i did like it i did like how it felt feel felt yeah my english is starting to wear off here um i did like how it felt in the store uh, i did like how it looked um and yeah Having a little bit longer of a putter, I think, would help me for sure.
1: Yeah. Plus, then you try it, and if it doesn't work, you can always like shorten it again.
0: Yeah. But. Um, so, well, let's uh, let's get to our picks for for this week. The Palmetto Championship. Yes. At Congaree Golf Club in Ridgeland, South Carolina. Brought to you, brought to you by Palmetto Cheese. <laughs> Palmetto Cheese. Um. Yeah, home state of Dustin Johnson and a number of other tour pros. Um, First, or not first, but uh, last tournament before the U.S. Open next week. Boom. Oh, my goodness.
1: Already, God, this is just (laughs) one after another. I I love it. You know, just got to get psyched for majors, especially. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast – you are a golf fanatic who loves
0: majors. You are not a casual fan. of <laughs> <cheese>. <laughs> That's, That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're listening to two cheese heads talk about golf. You are all in on fucking major week. <laughs> <laughs> you ha- You haven't been to work on a day of a regulation major play in three or <laughs> five years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, boss i'm i'm not gonna be here sorry i'm not gonna be there sorry it's u.s open uh, week boss i'm just trying to buy you some time um uh, i'm ready when you are um okay all right all right, all right. Uh, okay, okay. All right. okay all right okay all right i mean I, i'm um, gonna so we, we can keep talking about whatever you want until you uh
0: no i mean i i got i got my first pick i mean I mean, who do you think it's going to be? It's going to be the, the home state boy. The big name. It's going to be DJ. DJizzle. <laughs> I guess. If you want to call him that.
1: Um, well, and just because you did that, that's who you're going with?
0: Yeah. That's that's my first, my first pick.
1: All right. Just because you did that, I'm going to... I know they have a little bit of a rivalry, and I think uh, BK—they're uh, kind of workout buddies. They go to the same uh, what is it? Joey, Joey D workouts in Florida. I mean, so they—they're they're friends. They have same kind of laissez-faire attitude. Uh, uh, so yeah, I'm going. I'm going
0: Brooks, and then the, the week before a major, though. Not, I mean, his mind is already on U.S. Open. Yeah, well, he's he's, looking he's, to, he's... he's looking to win his third U.S. Open next week.
1: It's crazy to think about. I know, right? <laughs> well, he was looking to win his third PGA, so... Um, yeah, I mean, he's priming the pump, but um, he could have a good week. I mean, I don't got to beat everyone. I just got to beat you.
0: That's true. That is true. Uh,
1: that's all I really care about. <laughs> 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 um so uh trying to think so and we're going a little yeah bring
0: it bring it back bring it back with with a little bit of a little bit of a dark horse here i know
1: all right i'm going to hatton oh all
0: right okay is that that dark enough for you yeah i think so i mean he's a little pale he's a little pale but uh we'll call him a dark horse
1: all right i'll uh let me see where he's at and these uh his official rankings I mean,
0: I, I mean i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna it's he's 11. yeah oh, Fine, I was hoping to go a little darker look I, look i'll give it to you if you want him
1: oh i want him
0: all right i'll give it to you all,
1: all right, right i'll take i'll him. let
0: you have him i'll let you have him i'm gonna oh. go with uh well thanks we could go dark horse and then darker horse. Yeah, I don't... No, we still, we still gotta do our... And a Chunk Slammer. Trunk Slammer here. Um, no, I'm gonna go with uh, another fellow uh, Englishman for my dark horse. We're going, we're going with the pale horses right now. Um, I'm going with uh, Ian Poulter. Cool. He's like... Fifty seventh rank. Now, now, so. now
1: I really want to beat you. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right. Walter is the you know he's the Patrick Reed of
0: Europe. they I mean they're they're Ryder Love Cup buddies. Love them, fe- them. I felt like I had to pick kind of a buddy to tie because you picked a buddy to my DJ. Yeah. So I think I just I'm just matching it up here. Yeah, we're 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 all about the matchups. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't picked Poulter before, so might as well, you know. Why not? Why not? Hey, some people ask why, we say why not. We ask why not. Why, why not? All right. So, Trunk Slammer. Oh, Omar, you're the Trunk Slammer this week. Omar Uresti. Uresti? I don't know how to pronounce that. U-R-E-S-T-I. Omar's profile pick is looking fantastic and so I am picking him to be slamming his trunk this week just glorious um
1: sorry I'm trying to get back to the uh they do not make it easy to find some of this like the I don't I don't know if I like the pj tours website
0: no i I agree I'm not a big fan of the PGA Tour website. I, I, I don't think it's very user friendly, honestly, to find what you're looking for.
1: Every week, I have to go back and like open a few tabs with like this week's tournament, next week's tournament to get like because I just yeah. want to easily jump between like no. you know the current the current events, and then I want to I want to see the power rankings. I want to see yeah, but I got to see profiles. I hear you.
0: I hear you. Yeah, I, I just. Yeah, I don't think it's. I don't think it's great. But, but I mean, if, I mean, there's a there's another great profile pick out there. If you can find it, I saw oh. another one. It might be calling your name. But it's not Rean Gibson, is it? Uh, I don't believe so. J.J. Spahn um no last name starts with a P Patrick
1: no oh last name yeah idiot (laughs) oh Peterson yeah
0: Carl oh Carl He's got a he's got a great profile pick, but hey, you know, don't let me pick your pick for you. Uh,
1: no, I I can't because now if he if he wins, well, either way, I'm screwed now because you told me <laughs> if you if I don't pick him and he does, then oh man, You're getting in your head. Yeah, That's what I do? Living rent free up in Bobble's kitchen. Yep. Um.
0: But I mean, there's there's some other good ones out there. I, I don't think I mean, there's some really good ones out there. Yeah, there really is. There is some <laughs> a solid amount of of profile picks to choose yeah. from for the Trunk Slammer this week. Yeah, these
1: guys obviously do not submit their own picks. <laughs> nope. These are taken.
0: Um, They're probably candid too. Like, hey, we're taking your profile. Like, what? Okay. <laughs> there you go. Um, I'm going
1: George McTrunkslammer. Slammer. George McNeil.
0: George McNeil. All right.
1: He kind of looks like a little kind of goofy looking fella. Like, uh, he's just, ha- he looks like the nicest
0: guy, though. He looks yeah, like he look, he look, he he'll look come like over and mow your lawn for free. He kind of does look like he's putting on a little bit of a fake smile, though. Yeah. He he looks a little shady. Not going to lie. He looks like one of those guys that probably hasn't gotten vaccinated. That's all I'm saying. Ooh. (laughs) I mean, imagine if George is winning by six strokes this week and gets notified Saturday evening that... He has tested positive for COVID. And I mean, if that happens and he's slamming his trunk on, on Saturday evening because of that, I would probably give it to you. I would give that win to you. Cause that is an ultimate trunk slammer. If he pick. got rommed? Yeah, if he got rommed this week, I feel like <laughs> that would be a trunk slam like that would <laughs> like that would be the winner for if the trunk we slammer.
1: We pick, pick. Like if somebody, if we make a pick and they get robbed, like it's an automatic win. Is that what we're saying?
0: No, I, I'm saying for trunk slammer. If they just the
1: trunk slammer, just the trunk if they, slammer. If they get robbed when they're in the lead, yeah, that's an automatic win, especially for George Mick.
0: Yeah. yeah, George McNuggets I think, over here. Yeah, I think so. I, th- I think that would be. All right, rare yeah. enough to deserve that. All right, who did you have? Oh
1: my god, you gonna? I, sh- I mean, this is a test. I want to see if you
0: remember. You, you, how am I gonna forget Omar? Omar. Omar, you're He's actually he's gonna be resting it up. Omar, ooh, resting on the weekend. Yep. So, yeah. picks for this week, I have DJ to win, Nick has Brooks Kepka. Uh, Dark Horses, Nick has Tyrell Hatton, I have Eden Poulter, and then for our Trunk Slammers, I have Omar Uresti, and you have George McNeil, <laughs> George McNuggets, we're gonna call him, great, <laughs> alright, well, we'll see how we do for uh, yeah. our picks next week. And yeah, getting ready for the Open week. U.S. Open next week. Oh, excited for that. So thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. We will see you next week. Peace, love, and birdies. Arnold Palmer is the Masters champion of 19... 19- It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, well, it's not a cut, that's a slice. And it's a good one, too.